Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you wanna learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're gonna wanna stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, hi, Hustle Sanely Squad. Welcome back to the show and happy September. Oh my gosh, we have entered the Burr months. I (laughs) saw a meme on Instagram where they were just talking about how the Burr months are the best. You know what I mean? September, October, November, December, they all end with Burr. And I was like, wow, I have not related to a meme more in a very long time because I am definitely a Burr months kind of girl. But this particular Burr month, September, is my most favorite month in business because, uh, you guys, it's when we typically do our paper planner launch. And uh, this is so special. It's also Hustle Sanely's anniversary. Very much in my feels over here because Hustle Sanely is going to be five this month, like a whole hand of years that I have been showing up and doing this work. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? I am just so proud of what we built in the community that we're cultivating together. This is seriously such a special place online, and I am just so humbled that I get to be a part of it. But anyway, as you can see by the title of today's episode, we are talking about something that I've had a lot of conversations around recently, both online with you guys and with people in my life too. We're talking about perfectionism, what it is, how to tell if you're struggling with it and what to do to take action in spite of it. But before we get into all of that, since it is the first Tuesday of a new month, as I'm sure you know, since I just raved about it being September, we are going to start things off with our Hustle Sanely News segment. This is just a little section of the podcast where I fill you in on all the juicy details about what's going on in Hustle Sanely land for the next month. So uh, let's get to it. I have three announcements and honestly, they're all pretty epic this time, but none more epic than the first one. I probably don't even have to say it. I'm pretty sure you guys all know what I'm talking about. Hello, it's 2024 Paper Planner Collection launch month. Like, the time has come. We have been prepping for this for over a year at this point. We have been just really, really putting all of our energy and effort the last couple of weeks into getting everything ready for launch. And we are so, 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 so close. I cannot even sit still right now. We are T minus two weeks away, like exactly 14 days away from our 2024 paper collection launch. On September 19th, everyone on the wait list will get an email with a password so that they can shop the collection. Y'all, the day I am recording this, we have just under 2,500 people on the wait list. Last time I checked, it was earlier this afternoon. 
and it was like 2,460. We might even be at 2,500 by now. You know what? I'm just going to pull it up. You guys can just wait just a second. We'll just chat amongst ourselves while I log into my email provider. I use Flowdesk in case you're wondering. They're amazing and wonderful and I love them. But let's see how many people we have on the wait list. My heart is like pounding. It's on the second page. <laughs> the suspense, the suspense. Okay, let's see. Okay, we are at, oh my gosh, it has gone up since I checked. It's at 2,472 people. That is almost as many people as we have planners coming. We have... Uh, 2,500 planners coming to us. And you guys, that is just the most wild thing to say because we ordered double the inventory this year from last year. Um, like just saying that out loud, I thought it was crazy when Adam told me we should do that. I was just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if we can sell double, you know, imposter syndrome, all that fun stuff. But Adam was like, I think you should do it and just see how it goes. And the wait list has just as many people as we have planners. And I'm just like, wow, God is so cool and really faithful when you do your dream with him. And I am just so <laughs> blown away. And we're not even at launch yet. Like we still have time to get people on the wait list and we are already at basically 2,500. It's the coolest thing. And in case you don't follow me on Instagram, I got to tell you something else that's happening with this launch that's really special. We... I feel like I need a drum roll. We are shipping worldwide this year. You guys, we've never been able to offer international shipping before, but we're able to this year and I could scream. I'm so excited, but Everly is taking a nap in uh, like a couple like down the hallway. So I'm not going to scream, but just know that if I could, I would. Okay. But here is a rundown of the product prices and how much we're ordering of everything. Just so you know. So the 2024 weekly planner is going to be $59.99 and we ordered two thousand of them. We do have a new planner this year. It's an undated quarterly planner with daily planning pages and it's going to be $39.99 and we ordered 500 of those. It's a new product so we didn't want to order too many. We wanted to see just kind of like how you guys took to it. Um, and then we have the daily planning notepad that is going to go for $20.99 and we got 500 of those. And then we got 1,200 journals and those are actually $29.99 this year. If you go to hustlesanely.com. I actually have all the products there already. Um, they just say sold out because we haven't put the inventory in yet. But you can take a look around, look at the pictures, the videos, read the descriptions, like all the things. You can even see what bundles each product is a part of so that you can start planning what you want to do with your cart when we get to September 19th. Oh, and then just like last year too, I forgot to say this, shipping will be free for US orders of $99 or more. So I'm going to post a link in the show notes to a video that I did on Instagram showing you all the products in detail. It was an Instagram live that I did a couple weeks ago. Y'all, I just, I cannot wait to get these stunning new products in your hands. Thank you guys so much for giving me feedback and helping me create the best planners ever, for real. If you're not already on the wait list, you still have time. You have two weeks. Do not wait around any longer. Go to jessicamassey.com slash 2024 and put your name on that wait list, okay? So that is my first announcement and the most important. Let's be real. 
The other two are good too, but nothing's going to top that one this month. The second thing I want to tell you guys, it is community. It's time for community office hours coaching calls for my Hustle Sanely Kickstart students and my Peacefully Productive Schedule course students. So once a quarter, we have a community coaching call for the students in both of those courses. And those calls are going down tomorrow, September 6th for quarter three. Now, if you're a PPS or an HSKS student, make sure you check your email and all the details are in your inbox for you. And then my third and final announcement for Hustle Sanely News, this is technically not happening until October, but it's happening the first week of October. So I want to tell you now so you can like mark it down in your planner, get prepped, get excited. Quarter four enrollment for the BFF membership is opening on October 3rd, and it is going to be open until October 8th. So October 3rd through the 8th is when the BFF membership is going to be open for quarter four enrollment. The topic for quarter four I am. I haven't been this excited about a BFF topic in a while. I love them all, but like this one just really jumps out at me. We're talking all about boundaries, how to set them, how to communicate them, and how to enforce them for a peacefully productive life. It's going to be so good. And honestly, it's perfect for this time of year as we head into the holidays. You know what I mean? Like who doesn't need help with boundaries this time of year? So to get on the wait list for the BFF membership, head to jesscamassi.com slash BFF. I'll be sharing more details about what's going on during Q4 as October gets closer. Um, make sure you're following me on Instagram and get on the wait list and you'll hear about all the details. It's going to be so good. And it's the last time that you can get in the membership this year because it's only open once a quarter. So yeah, just saying, just saying. But now that you're filled in on all the things going down around here this month, let's get into talking about perfectionism. Really quick before we get going, I want to throw out just a little bit of a disclaimer, I guess you could say. I know most of you guys know this, but just in case, I am not a mental health professional and none of this is meant to pose as medical advice or anything like that. This is just me sharing from my own personal experiences and my experiences as a coach who works with ambitious women. So, okay, let's get into it. That word perfectionism, we hear it a lot. We see it a lot online, but what is it? Like, what does it actually mean? So I pulled up Wikipedia. So credible, right? <laughs> and according to Wikipedia, perfectionism in psychology is a broad personality trait characterized by a person's concern with striving for flawlessness and perfection and is accompanied by critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding others' evaluations. And then I also wanted to pull up, you guys know I'm so big on dictionary.com. <laughs> Anytime I have an episode, I'm like, Let's pull up dictionary.com. Um, I think it's the teacher in me. You know what I mean? So I pulled up perfectionism on dictionary.com and the definition, this one really hit me, refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. That's intense, right? When you think about perfectionism in that way, it kind of knocks the wind out of you. Like, I mean, at least it did for me. When I read that, refusal to accept any standard short of perfection, I was like, oh, okay. I used to think about perfectionism like like it just meant that you had really high standards 
That's what I thought. I was like, oh, perfectionism, you just have really high standards. But perfectionism really means that you have impossible standards. I also, like in the past, I didn't think that I struggled with perfectionism because I'm not afraid to take messy action on some things. If y'all have been following Hustle Sanely for any amount of time, really, you know that I'm definitely not a stranger to jumping and just kind of figuring it out on the way down. But did you know that perfectionism is deeper than just not taking action because you want everything to be just so before you start? Like I said, that's kind of what I thought it was, like people who won't take action because everything has to be perfect before you start. But I have had my friend Monica here on the show before. She's a therapist. She is an actual mental health professional who focuses on helping ambitious women and entrepreneurs overcome anxiety and perfectionism. She is so full of knowledge. You guys, and she shares a lot of it on her Instagram account, which is at Cafe with Monica. Oh, and just a little spoiler alert I wasn't going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you Monica is actually our BFF guest expert for quarter four, and she is going to be educating us on tips for setting boundaries as a recovering perfectionist slash people pleaser. I am so stoked to have her join us in the BFF membership in December. But anyway, back to this episode. She made a post on Instagram that I want to share here because it was just really eye-opening for me. Her post shared these signs that you might be a perfectionist. And when I read some of them, I was like, oh, hello, it's me. <laughs> so uh, th- this is these are from the posts that she shared. They're signs that you may be a perfectionist. So The first one, you set high and unrealistic expectations. So this is pretty much the only way that I thought perfectionism manifested in people. Like that's kind of when I thought of perfectionist, that's what I thought. The second sign that she shared, you often take an all or nothing approach. Okay, this one, this one hit me really hard because it's something that I have to be really intentional about not falling into. I've talked about this a lot in therapy and I didn't realize that it was a form of perfectionism. I used to struggle hardcore with the all or nothing mindset. I'm still working on it. And I think a lot of that is rooted in my history with hustle culture. Now I understand that things are usually on a spectrum. There are not just all or nothing as options right? We can show up in different capacities for different things based on our season, based on our energy. So when I read that one, that you often take an all or nothing approach as a sign of perfectionism, I was like, oh, hard stop. That is something that I struggle with. Um, But the next sign that Monica shared is you procrastinate in order to avoid. Then she shared failing seems permanent. The next one she shared, you don't leave any room for mistakes. And then the last one is you never feel like you've achieved enough. And that's another one that hit close to home when I read it. Again, I think this goes back to my hustle culture roots that I'm still kind of healing from. But I'll link Monica's Instagram in the show notes if you guys want to go check her stuff out. I learned so much from her. She posts just such valuable content. Um, But anyway, I want you guys to think about those perfectionism indicators as we get into the rest of this episode. Maybe you're struggling with perfectionism, but you didn't know how to label it and kind of hearing that it just made something click in your brain like it did for me. I don't know about y'all, but when I'm able to give something a name, I feel like it lessens the hold that it has on me. And it also equips me to take steps to heal from it. When we have these big kind of nameless feelings just floating around in our minds, it's so exhausting. And it feels like you're just never going to find a solution because you don't even know what the problem is. You know what I mean? 
So anyway, I want to spend the rest of this episode sharing five tips to help perfectionists take action. These are not in any specific order. Like you don't have to do one before you can try the next. And as always, take the fish and spit out the bones or eat the fish, spit out the bones, whatever that little saying is. If something doesn't resonate for you or it doesn't work for you, let it go. Like don't cling to it. So keep that in mind as you're listening to these five tips. But tip number one that I want to share is evaluate the costs versus benefits of perfectionism for each situation. So this one sounds scarier than it is. I don't know why, but the way I worded it, it just kind of reminds me of like economics or something. But all I'm saying is ask yourself, are my standards for blank helping me or hindering me? So fill in the blank with whatever you feel like you're being a perfectionist about. Are my standards for launching my podcast helping me or hindering me? That kind of a thing, right? So sometimes I do think that having really high standards for certain things is necessary. Not perfect standards, y'all, but high standards because there is a difference. And sometimes I think it's totally okay to have good enough standards for certain things. We just have to take a moment to ask ourselves what is worth the higher standards and what isn't because everything can't or you're just going to drive yourself absolutely up a wall. You know what I mean? So keep in mind that the variation of standards for certain things is going to be different for every single person. So something that I deem as high standards are benefiting me here might be a high standards are costing me here thing to you. You get what I mean? So some things just aren't that serious, but when you struggle with perfectionism and you're just, you're so used to operating from a place of perfectionism, everything can feel like it's a huge deal. So asking this question helps us re calibrate our perspective on each task and each situation. So again, that question is, are my standards for blank helping me or hindering me? So that is tip number one. Tip number two is get clear on the standards. So shout out to key number two to Hustling Sanely. If you know it, say it with me, y'all. Get clear on your vision. Half the time, I think we're floundering or avoiding or burned out because we don't have a clear picture of what our vision is. Tasks feel mundane and we don't understand the connection that our actions have to our vision. So we put them off, right? When it comes to making moves when you're having a perfectionism moment, visualizing the big picture can be extremely helpful. So here is how I recommend getting clear on the standards of whatever it is that you're trying to do that you feel like you're not doing because you're being like having a perfectionistic moment. So uh, to get clear on what the standards actually are, ask yourself these questions. What are the required standards for this? Then ask yourself, are the standards that I'm aiming for aligned with those or are they much higher? And then the last question to ask yourself, is the difference necessary slash important to me or can I pull back a little? Sometimes we just don't realize that we're operating from a place of perfectionism until we actually sit down and map out what the real standards are versus what we're shooting for. That disconnect, it doesn't compute in our minds until we see the two sets of different standards side by side. At least that's how my brain works. Seeing the actual standards written out can help your mind release those unnecessarily high standards that you're aiming for, you know? So that is tip number two. Tip number three is set time limits for tasks. So this one sounds really simple and it is really simple, but the key here is to set the time limits for your tasks and then make sure to follow them. Okay. So the follow through is where this one can get a little bit more difficult. I'm pretty sure that most of you 
know how to set time limits for your tasks, like you create due dates or deadlines for your goals, use time blocking while working on day-to-day tasks, things like that. I want to talk a little bit more about how you can stick to those time limits that you set because I've talked to so many people in my courses, in the BFF membership that tell me like, okay, I have this deadline, I have this date in mind, but I just let it pass because I just wasn't disciplined in doing it. I didn't feel like I was ready, like whatever the excuse is. So if that's you, Let's let's kind of dig into that. So what are some things that you can do to help you stick to those time limits that you set if you're struggling with having a perfectionism moment? So one idea that I have is create accountability by telling your friends and your family or your coworkers, whoever, about your time limits. So this way you have people checking in and making sure that you're not dragging your feet or just kind of letting the ball drop on something that you said you wanted to get done. So that's one thing you can do. And then another tip that I have to help you kind of stick to those time limits that you're setting. Pair a task that you want to have a set time for with a scheduled event. Kind of sandwich a task in between two events. So for example, we love examples here. So let's get into one. Let's say you're launching a podcast. I don't know why that's the example that keeps popping in my head for this, but we're going to roll with it. Um, Let's say you're launching a podcast and you need to create the cover art for it. And you know that in the past, a task like this would take you like three hours because you want it to be perfect. You want to absolutely love every single bit of it. Instead of giving yourself an open-ended amount of time to do it, you can block your day, like time block your day, aka create a schedule, and give yourself 45 to 60 minutes to do it. And to help hold yourself accountable to actually stick to that 45 to 60 minute window instead of like giving yourself three hours, you can sandwich that 45 minutes in between two time-bound events like meetings or client calls. So things that you have no choice but to attend at a set time, okay? Before you start the podcast cover art, remind yourself that perfection doesn't exist. There's no such thing. Just it's the truth, right? It's cheesy, but it's true. And remind yourself that you have 45 minutes to create cover art that you approve of. And that 45 minutes is plenty of time to complete this task with excellence. And also, if you go over the 45 minutes, you're going to be late to your call, your meeting, right? So that is tip number three to help perfectionists take action. Tip number four is do a little mindset reframe to detach yourself from perfectionism. So I've talked about this many, many times here on the podcast and in the BFF membership and on Instagram, honestly. The way you talk about something matters. Your words, how you're speaking about yourself, how you're speaking about your circumstances, how you're speaking about the people around you, those words have an effect on your life. If you didn't know, I have been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, and this is something that I do that helps me to navigate life with it. Instead of saying, I'm anxious, I try to pause and I say, I'm having an anxious moment. Wording it that way, it just reminds me that I am not always anxious, but that I have anxious moments. It kind of just helps me to detach myself from my anxiety, to view it as a part of me instead of like me as a whole, if that makes sense. Like I am not anxiety. Anxiety is not me. Anxiety is something that I have and I have moments where I'm struggling with it, if that makes sense. So in terms of perfectionism, instead of saying I'm a perfectionist, you could say I'm dealing with perfectionism right now or I'm having a perfectionistic moment right now. So doing that little mindset reframe, it just helps you, like I said, to detach yourself from that perfectionism. So that is tip number four. And then tip number 
five is separate yourself from your inner critic. Now, this one kind of goes along with the last one, and I'm going to tell you my favorite way to do this. I tried really hard to remember if I've shared this on the podcast before. I think I may have, but it really goes along with this episode, so I'm going to share it again. I know for sure that I've shared it in the BFF membership before, um, but Anyway, to help me separate myself from my inner critic, who is usually being really rude and uh, upholding these kind of unreachable, impossible standards to hit, I like to give my inner critic a persona, okay? So I got this idea from a book called Real Self-Care. The author suggests naming your inner critic because that's where a lot of our limiting beliefs come from. So she suggests making notes of what your inner critic says and sounds like, and then coming up with a popular like pop culture stand-in that represents your inner critic. So for example, mine is Miss Trenchable from Matilda. That's like who I imagine my inner critic. She's just kind of like military-esque, like very stern, very strict, not very warm. Her standards are so high and she gets really angry really fast if the standards aren't met. Another example, the author said that hers is Angelica from Rugrats, just like really bossy, really bratty. So when we do this, the goal is not to eliminate the inner critic because that's unrealistic, right? Like we're always going to have limiting beliefs. It's just about how you handle them whenever they pop up. Um, But instead, the purpose of this is to recognize when your inner critic has become too harsh and it's affecting how you show up for your life, which in this case is perfectionism. Having a hold on you and taking action on things that matter to you isn't happening, right? So this exercise, it helps me to just differentiate my true voice from my inner mean girl. And it has helped me navigate limiting beliefs quicker because I don't hear them in my own voice, but I hear them in Miss Trenchable's voice. Like I imagine her. Um, It sounds silly, but you guys, I'm serious. It works. Give it a try. Okay. Um, And then a line from that book that I mentioned, I just, I love it so much and I want to share it. It says, talking to yourself with kindness and respect, understanding that you are worthy of time and help and realizing that you deserve rest are all radical acts. And she's talking about like self, self self-care, self-love. So that's on page 161 of that book. So I'm telling you guys, just try the inner critic, like giving it a persona. I know it sounds silly and like you might be laughing, imagining mine as Miss Trenchable from Matilda or the author that I mentioned, hers being Angelica from Rugrats, but it's such a powerful exercise. And what do you have to lose? Like if you try it and it doesn't work for you, don't do it again. You know what I mean? But if you try it, it could work for you and you'll never know if you don't try. But anyway, that is what I've got for you today. Five tips to help you take action if you're dealing with perfectionism. So to recap really quickly, the five tips are number one, evaluate the costs versus the benefits of perfectionism for each situation. Number two, get clear on the standards. Number three, set time limits for tasks. Number four, do a mindset reframe to detach yourself from perfectionism. And number five, separate yourself from your inner critic by giving your inner critic a persona. Okay, do not forget, I'm going to say this one more time before we wrap this thing up, to sign up for the 2024 product waitlist if you want to get your hands on a peacefully productive planner and or journal. Um, y'all, shopping starts literally two weeks from right now, from today. If you're listening to this the day that it drops, 
but only for people on the wait list. So you got to go get your name on the wait list if you want to make sure that you get what you want. Again, jesscamassi.com slash 2024. Go sign up. You'll get the email. You'll get the password. You'll get to shop. Cannot wait, you guys. I cannot wait. But that is what I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. I will talk to you next Tuesday and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.